Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking to the Mic podcast. This is episode number 16. Um, should be episode probably 18 or 19 by now, but look, I'm not, I haven't been consistent enough lately, guys. I apologize. Um, just, yeah, had a few things going on, lack of motivation, lack of content to sort of talk about or a feel. And just some other stuff going on that have put me in a space where I'm like, you know what, I don't really want to jump on the mic, even though I really enjoy it and I like talking. Um, but yeah, we'll I mean, we'll get into that and I'll let you guys know what's been going on. Nothing major, just normal everyday life stuff. So, But we are here now, we're going to try and get back into this, we're going to try and be more consistent. Um, I still really want to do this more often, I enjoy getting on here and talking, even though my audience isn't huge. Um, I'd like to try and grow it. I was being consistent there, so I'd like to try and get back into it, be more consistent, jump on here more often, and try and build it up a bit more to what it was and get it more than more than that again. And um, yeah, we'll see how we go. But I appreciate anybody who's out there listening now. I appreciate uh, the support. And yeah, if you like the show, you like what I'm doing, like, subscribe, share it. That would be amazing, um, and once again, all feedback is uh, is warranted, or well, I would like any feedback, so yeah. So what are we now? We are, it is 8.21 on the 26th of the 4th, 2022. Man, well, I keep saying it all the time, but man, this year's going quick. We're already nearly at the end of April now, so man, crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, to catch you up on a few things, guys, I think I mentioned this last episode, but obviously I'll I'll backtrack just because I haven't been on the mic for a couple of weeks. So, we're in isolation. My daughter had her birthday in isolation. That sucked for her. We felt bad. Anyway, she ended up having, after we got out of isolation and everything, she ended up going out with a couple of her friends. Mum took them out to the Surf's Paradise Markets. Um, they had a girls' night. They run around on the beach, they went to the markets, they went out for dinner, they went and got ice cream. She really enjoyed herself and I was happy that she did that because, as I mentioned, this is her second birthday where COVID has affected it and it was just nice to see her out. I know she had a really good time, um, lots of photos. So yeah, I was glad that she did that and that was um, that was really cool. So yeah, just a sort of a bit of a back backtrack on that one. Um yeah, biggest issue I've sort of faced, guys, with not jumping on the podcast and not jumping on the mic and everything is my little one, my little daughter, who is now coming up to being 17 months, um, she's been going through a really bad sleep regression. Um, any of you parents out there with newborns or little ones, you'll know what I'm talking about. But basically, sleep regression is a point they hit in their developmental stage where, um, how do I explain it? This, this one that we're going through at the moment is like the 16 to 18 month regression. And this is like the last kind of really bad regression they'll have. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's more so to do with their developmental. They're processing a lot of emotions. There's so much things that they're learning and things going on and they're growing and all these things and it's just their brain just doesn't know how to switch off and they've got to sort of get past that. 
Um, they don't end up sleeping for long periods of time. I think she might sleep for two and a half hours, maybe three. Um, and then during the night she's up. She's up for anywhere between three, four hours and you just can't get her to settle. And it's just it's just been a really, really challenging time for my wife and I. Um, you know, we obviously... We're sure, we're pretty sure that that is what's going on. Um, we know she's not in any pain. She's not hungry. So best thing we've sort of got it down to is it's this sleep regression, which can last anywhere between four to six weeks, which we are now on week three. So we're hoping, hoping that we're on the tail end of it and we're going to get out of it. But it's been really challenging um, you know, trying to do life, trying to do work, trying to do the things with the other two kids while being sleep deprived. And I mean, I know this happens when you have kids and it happens when you have a newborn, but the newborn I found was a lot easier because a newborn, you could get anywhere between maybe three, three and a half hours of sleep and then you're up feet again. Da, da, da. And I mean, I know that's different for everybody, but this one is, yeah, she, yeah, it's, it's tough. So hopefully we're going to get on the tail end of that. But yeah, it's been pretty challenging and it's getting to a point where it's like, you just basically my wife and I were joking last night when we were in bed. It's like, we almost just don't want to go to sleep. Sometimes you just like, you might as well just stay up. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's probably the biggest reason why I haven't been on the mic and why I haven't done the show is just, we've been going through this, we've been tired. By the time it comes night and you actually get her down to sleep for her first part of her night's sleep, you're that exhausted, you're that tired that you're just like, no, nah, just want to chill, watch a movie, or just sit in the couch and just be quiet and just take the moment in till the chaos starts. So, but anyway, hopefully, like I said, hopefully we're on the tail end. Any of you parents out there with little ones, you'll know what I'm talking about. So hopefully none of you have gone through it. I assume most of you probably have, but yeah, it's not a nice thing. It's a bit shitty. And the other thing is, is she hasn't been well. We've been sort of on and off with doctors trying to figure out certain things. She's got some specialist appointments coming up. We've got other things that are going on in the background there that we're sort of doing more research and more testing on. So I'll explain that when the... um, when we know more, but yeah, there's a few things going on in the background there that we'll just, uh, we'll touch base on once we know more information. So that's really the reason why guys. And, uh, yeah, but like I said, I felt the need tonight. I felt not, you know, you got to get back on. It's one of those things that you just got to do it. And I'm enjoying this right now, even though we're only seven minutes in, but I'm enjoying it. And it was, uh, another thing that, I listened to a podcast uh, recently, and this was from a local Aussie guy. He's actually local here on the coast. Um, Big following, big podcast, obviously nothing like what I've got, but um, Frankie Lee podcast. He's an entrepreneur. He owns a, um, what's his company? They basically take, they go and search things on the internet and take them off for you. Um, Yeah, anyway, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, But he's got a podcast, and he had some guys on there, and they're basically saying, look, if you if you want to do something and you're, you're passionate about it, you're probably going to suck at it for the first, you know, they use podcasting as an example, as one of the examples. Like, you're probably going to suck for the first 
40, 50, 100 episodes. But if you enjoy it, keep at it. And that really resonated with me because I'm like, well, I know I'm not the best at this. I know probably talk too fast. My subjects probably aren't very interesting. Um, I don't have the biggest following on social media. I'm just an average Joe. So that's that, but I enjoy this. So it's kind of those things that I'm like, you know what, that really resonated with me to the point where I'm like, you know what, if I enjoy this, I'm going to keep doing it. And I've got to keep doing it to get better at it. So here we are. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to try to get better. And like I said, hopefully we'll be able to get the following back and get things, get some numbers up again and build it up. So once again, appreciate anybody listening. So, yeah, lots been going on, guys. Um, obviously, last week, no, not last weekend, the weekend before, Easter, I was on annual leave as well, so we'll get into that. But Easter, cool time, had um, had a really good time. Um, anybody else really sit there and think that Easter has turned into like a mini sort of Christmas? I mean, I, uh, I look at it like... When I was a kid with Easter, you were really excited for Easter because I know for a fact when I was a kid, we didn't get a lot of chocolate throughout the year and we didn't get a lot of, got chocolate, don't get me wrong, and we got treats, but not, I don't think it's to the point that kids do today. And that's not to say I, I buy my kids chocolate. I'm not going to sit there and say I don't, but you try not to do it all the time. But it's almost like I feel that it's, so abundant and it's so available now whereas i feel back in my day maybe it wasn't i know i know there was chocolate and don't get me wrong i'm not talking i lived in the 50s god i'm only 40 so but it just feels like all these holidays are just turning into such a mini christmas and people are going nuts and people going out there and spending a fortune on chocolate and presents for their kids and everything and i mean i am wrong I feel we did buy my kids a few presents that were probably, looking back, you could probably go, oh, look, maybe they didn't need it, but it's stuff that they wanted. It's useful things. Like they got a, um, like an, an UDI. So it's like a blanket sort of hoodie thing for winter. They wanted them. They're useful. They're going to use them. So it's not like we just went out and bought them heaps of chocolate. They got chocolate. They got a little trail. They got a couple of decent-sized eggs. I mean be honest with you, that was like two weeks ago and half of their chocolate's still sitting in the fridge. So yeah, I just, it's just something I felt like I just look on social media and then you go into the shops and you see all the things and you're like, man, this has turned into like a mini Christmas. It's, it's crazy. So, but yeah, Easter, Easter was good. We, my wife's mum and dad were going away for Easter so they did an earlier Easter where they caught up obviously I was at work so I couldn't but they caught up they did the presents for the kids and the chocolates and all the grandkids and nieces and nephews and all that were there they had a really good time so that was cool kids got some presents from their nan and granddad and um yeah so that was good and then the Easter Saturday or the Saturday before Easter I should say um we had my, we were celebrating with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and their kids. And it was also my niece's birthday. So that was cool. Happy birthday to Amelia. A bit late. I know I said it to you on the day, but I'm just giving you a shout out on the podcast. So 
yeah, so that was good. We celebrated Easter that day and her birthday, so that was good. That was fun. Um, lots of family time, chilling out. So, yeah. And then the Easter Sunday, we had my mum up for breakfast. We just did a little normal sort of breakfast, bacon and eggs and all that sort of stuff. Mum came up, and that was good. We spent time with her. She got the kids some prezzies and some more chocolate. And, yeah, it was good. But, yeah, Easter was good. Really enjoyed it. And then that next week after Easter, I was on annual leave. Um, I only just went back to work today. So that was good. Um, My older kids went back to school. And it was a chance for me to sort of spend time with my little one and the wife. And then there was also time to just spend a bit more time with my wife. So that was good. We enjoyed it. We were... You know, going out and doing, went to shops a few times. Um, we ended up having, you know, lunches here together, sitting at the table or sitting in, watching a movie together. We don't often get to do that during the day. And most of the time when we do spend time together, it's when the kids are in bed and we're both that bloody tired that we just sit there and watch a movie. Or sometimes we just fall asleep. So it was nice to spend some quality time with her. And uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. So yeah, that was good. Um, Oh, the other thing I've got to tell you guys is my little one. She started kindy. And she started a couple of weeks ago and it was a bit of a rocky start there. And the missus wasn't quite happy. Um, wasn't the response we were hoping from the room that she was in in the kindy. That's all sort of been sorted now with the director at the kindy. They handled everything really, really well. We were happy with how all the response gone. So she's moved to a different room. And she started last Friday was her first sort of, not full day, but at least there for, I think she was there for like four hours. Um, yeah, she did okay. It's going to be a challenge for her because she's obviously not used to going to kindy and being around other people and mum handing her off to somebody else. But she did pretty well. She ended up having a sleep. She had some food there. So, yeah. So that's going to that's gonna continue. She's going to do those on Fridays. And it's a good chance for my wife to sort of have that Friday to herself. She can do her, as she said, she can do things with her business she's got going. She can do things around the house. She can have those things so that come the weekend, you know, washing's up to date. You know, there might be some cooking she wants to do or there might be, you know, a bit of housework. So then come the weekend, we can just concentrate on just doing something, having fun or spending time together as a family rather than going oh okay we've got to clean the house or we've got to do this or this so yeah bit off topic from what i was talking about guys but thought i'd throw it in there anyway so it's going to be interesting so stay tuned to the kindy progress that will be will be interesting um so yeah that was that was easter and um yeah it was good like i said it was fun good having some time off um rejuvenate not that you feel rejuvenated when you go back to work you're like oh i feel like i need another holiday Everybody knows what I'm talking about. So just going to have a swig of lemonade here, guys. Getting a bit uh, dry throat. So, yeah. So, lots been going on, but obviously I haven't kept up with everything and I haven't taken a lot of notes and stuff, guys. So, just this will probably just be a short and sweet episode. There have been a few things going on in the world, but I've just written a few things down and caught a few things on my phone. So, we'll go. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll go through a few of those things. So most recent thing I've sort of watched and sort of seen 
um, Elon Musk offered to buy Twitter for, I think it was like $43 billion. Um, and it was funny, everybody was like, oh, pfft, that'll never happen. And why would anybody sell to him? Well, apparently, how true this is, I don't know. It was on Google and I've seen other pages that have confirmed this, but apparently Elon Musk has bought Twitter for $44 billion. So that's going to be interesting. Um, he's very pro free speech, pro, um, all the things that Twitter seems to not be. Um, a lot of people are turning around saying, oh, now he's going to be a tyrant and he's going to do this. I think if you actually watch the guy and listen to the things he's done, he's very free speech. He's very, you know, um, free market, all those sort of things. Like, I mean, obviously it's all over in America, guys. We're here in Australia, so it's not really going to affect us too much. I mean, Twitter will, but I don't, I don't use Twitter, so never have. Wasn't really my thing, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. But it was funny. I seen a post that he did on Twitter after this was announced, and it said, well, now I'm going to buy Facebook and delete it because I don't think he's a big fan of Facebook. I think he's been shadow banned or blocked or kicked off a few times from posts he's done so yeah it'll be interesting to see going forward what happens with um social media now that he's sort of getting getting into it and becoming a bit of a bit of a giant in the space so to speak so keep an ear out that'll be uh that'll be an interesting one he's doing some massive things elon he's uh sort of putting himself out there so i think he's a really interesting guy i think he's 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 very quirky i mean he's He's a brilliant dude. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys listen to his podcast that he did with Rogan. He's done, I think he's done two now. And I mean, he's he's very eccentric, but he's just he just seems like such a brilliant person. And I mean, a lot of people sort of said after that interview and after the interviews, you can see he's very brilliant to the point where his mind is just so unique and so different to everybody else. And I mean, when you think about it, that would be a really strange thing to feel knowing like he knows he's pretty smart and he knows he's pretty up there so it would feel weird being around all these people knowing that you're smarter than them not to say that he's cocky i don't know where i'm trying to go with this guys but yeah anyway i'll close it there because i'm going on a rant and it's just sounded stupid but yeah 44 billion dollars wrap your head around that how much money that is that's ridiculous crazy money so, yeah, absolutely, absolutely crazy. Anyway, I'm just going to open my phone here, guys. I did take some screenshots of some stuff I wanted to, uh, wanted to uh, send some articles that I wanted to sort of just briefly touch on and just, uh, yeah, just let you guys know. So, I'd mentioned in a podcast before, a while ago, um, about the, I seen the sign and the advertisement for the drone delivery. Now, that, I don't know how that's going. I haven't caught up with that. But apparently now, there are plans for drones to monitor beaches for box jellyfish in North Queensland. I know they do have a bit of a problem with those up there. But that's really interesting. They're going to have drones monitoring the beaches. And obviously, you'll have the pilot down on the beach with his remote and his little video thing monitoring for box jellyfish. So... It's really cool how innovative those drones have become. Like the fact that they've made them now so that 
you got a pilot on the beach. He can just sit there and hover above the beach, see a whatever they call it. I don't know what would a swarm, a group, a pod of jellyfish in an area. Sound a siren, let people know that are swimming in the area. Hey, there's jellyfish. Get out of the way or get out of the water so you don't get stung. Because for those of you that don't know, that obviously maybe aren't in Australia or don't know anything about some of the weird and wacky creatures we've got down here, um, box jellyfish are really, really dangerous. Um, they can be deadly. And most of the time you probably wouldn't see them in the water because they're translucent or transparent trans whatever they're clear little creatures so yeah pretty full-on but it'll be interesting to see how that goes and it just goes to show you where that technology is going like if they're doing food deliveries with drone now they're doing monitoring beaches obviously this could turn into a monitoring for jellyfish sharks and i mean obviously up in north queensland they have crocs in the water too so really good it'll be interesting to see how far this drone technology will go and um yeah it's pretty exciting good for um good for someone if you're into drones and you can fly them um that was something i looked into i was like oh i'd be curious to know how to fly one and how to do it but the courses that you go do they're pretty extensive as you can imagine obviously you're flying these really expensive little little things in the air and you know you got to know wind and how to maneuver them and stuff so yeah but yeah good on them um yeah it'd be interesting so that was one note i had guys the other one i found this one funny this one made me laugh uh where are we so for, this is for any of you guys that are golfers i don't mind around a golf i'm not a serious golfer i am terrible at it I usually play with my brother-in-law and sometimes I sit there and he probably gets the shits when I play with him because instead of going on the fairway with my ball, my end's up to the left or to the right and he's actually not too bad at golf. He's pretty good, so yeah. But anyway, it's a golf cart and it's called a fairway hog. And this is... I'm looking at the picture of this, guys. It is a golf cart designed like a motorbike so the way i'm looking at it is you put your golf bag on the part of the bike if you can picture a motorbike you put your golf bag on basically essentially where the fuel tank and the handlebars sort of sit and then there is a seat that you sit on and essentially the golf bag is sitting between your legs two wheels it looks amazing it looks really cool i could picture people zipping around on these instead of the golf carts to play golf. It looks really cool. It looks really innovative. Um, not as big as a golf cart. Obviously only one person, but still, I think it'd be really cool to see these on the on a golf course. So they are a... So basically they're a 48-volt brushless gear electric motor, high torque, low power consumption, Battery lasts. Battery will last at least eighteen holes, which is good because you don't want to be um, don't want to be stuck out in the middle of the uh, golf course on like hole number nine or ten, and your cart runs out. So, but yeah, it was. I thought that was really really cool. So it's a motorcycle front motorcycle front suspension and rear adjustable for s compressions and rebounds, foldable handlebars for f foot plates for simple transport. 
streamlined. It weighs 250 pounds or 113.4 kilos. And total bike weight is... Oh, that was the weight limit, sorry guys. Weight limit was 250 pounds or 113.4 kilos. Total bike weight is only 41.7 kilograms. So, I mean, it's not a heavy thing. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. little innovative thing that somebody's made up and, yeah, probably uh, probably going to sell well. They're bloody expensive though, as you can imagine. The purchase for the relative... In the article, it's got relatively reasonable price, which I look and think, well, if that's a reasonable price, I'm guessing this is really only going to be for rich people or someone who's got money spare. But US, starting from $3,499, going up to, oh, price, that's a US price, guys. The Australian price is $4,715. So... That would really be only for the serious golfers or your retirees that have got a good amount of money, the guys that are spending all day on the golf course. Definitely not for me. Not at that price. Unless I uh, unless I go and win the lotto or something, but that hasn't happened yet. So, on that subject of lotto, have any of you guys seen the new Marta Prize Home? Holy shitballs. That house is amazing. It's in Maudsland here on the Gold Coast, out in the sort of hinterland side. You've got Pacific Pines, and then it's basically behind Pacific Pines. And it's in a acreage estate here. Really beautiful estate. I've been there many times. I absolutely love it. Beautiful houses. Beautiful area of the Gold Coast. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, Marta Prize Home. It's a absolutely gorgeous home. Um, the whole prize is worth like $3.2 million. The house is valued at like $3 million. Um, man, go and check it out online, guys. But it's amazing. But I will pre-warn you, don't worry about buying tickets because I'm already going to win it. Um, I've already decided. My daughter's decided that she's going to live in it. She's already picked out a room. They've already picked out both their rooms. It was funny when we when we went and seen it the first time. My wife and I were like, whoa, it's gorgeous house like three-car garage um beautiful kitchen outdoor alfresco areas with barbecues media room pool big block i can't i can't remember the block size on it but it's beautiful big block like really really i, I mean you guys could imagine 3.2 million dollars you can see it's not a standard four-bedroom house so but anyway we went and looked at it and then we came home and we mentioned it to my daughter. We were like, oh, we went and seen this beautiful house today. Da, 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 da. She wanted to see it. And then she went and seen it. And it was funny. As soon as we were there, she's, Daddy, we've got to win this house. This is beautiful. Oh, I love this house. Daddy, 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 we've got to win it. I'm going to pray every night, Daddy. I'm going to pray every night that we're going to win this house. So it was really funny. And she still mentions it now. And that was like a week or more ago that we went and showed her. So, but yeah, beautiful home. Um, Probably one of Marta's better homes that I've seen. We we generally buy tickets in the Marta home. I don't mind spending the money on the tickets because it is going to the children's hospital. It's going to a good cause. Well, you you assume it's going to a good cause. You hope it is. Um, but yeah, beautiful home. Go and check it out. Don't worry about buying tickets though. Just look at the pictures. So <laughs> uh, anyway, just had to throw that out there, guys. 
So, um, what is this other note I had here? Oh, Metaverse. Something else on the Metaverse. Um, this is a good one for all you heavy metal fans. I was curious about this too, because I'm a bit of a fan as well. Um, Slipknot have partnered with Sandbox. Now, that's as, as far as I am aware, guys, that is one of the universes or one of the spot in the metaverse they've partnered with these guys to make create a not verse so where fans can experience concerts in virtual reality and have access to merch masks and more so if you're a fan of slipknot you're a fan of the metaverse you're going to go in the metaverse or you're already in there go and check out not verse um yeah, obviously Slipknot are adapting to the new ways and adapting to the metaverse, so why not? Everybody else is, so why not capitalize and make some more money? And yeah, be curious to see when Slipknot's new album comes out. Um, I think they put a song out already, and it was pretty good. So I'm keeping an ear out for the new album. I'll be pretty pretty keen to listen to that one for all you metalheads out there. <coughs> I had to laugh at this one, guys, when I seen this one. Uh, I know I'm going through a lot of articles, guys. It's only just because I haven't had a lot of content for you guys, so I've just been screenshotting things that I've uh, I've seen and sort of thought I'd bring them up on the podcast. But <laughs> for those of you that know, the Paul brothers, Jake and Logan Paul, the boxers, the guys that have been fighting other retired UFC fighters and all these other things, it was Jake... Paul, he was sort of out there at one point, sort of saying he could, he was the best boxer out there and he could beat anybody. He could beat Mike Tyson, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I think he actually ended up calling out Mike Tyson. And then from what I remember in reading a few things, Mike Tyson was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not worried about it. I'm retired. Da, da, da. Apparently, now how true this is, guys, I don't know. I'm going to keep an eye on this one because this would be funny. Mike Tyson has said, let's do it. Um, wouldn't Basically, the article is, wouldn't this be cool? Mike Tyson of 55 said he is ready to accept a bout with YouTuber Jake Paul, 25, and predicts the fight could make a staggering $62 million. That's insane money. I mean... Tyson's doing pretty well. He's in the whole. He's gone into the whole marijuana thing over there in the states, and he's doing pretty well from what I what I've heard. Um, he just had that fight a while ago now with um, Roy Jones Jr. Obviously, Jake Paul's a multi 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 millionaire from YouTube, so obviously they don't need the money. But obviously, the Paul brothers want to make a name for themselves. I don't know. I don't know whether Tyson should do it or not. I mean, I don't think Tyson's got anything to prove. He has proven that he was one of, if not the best boxer of his time. Um, the dude was a savage in the ring. That guy was just insane. So I don't think he's got anything to prove. Um, it'll be interesting to see if this happens. I don't know whether I'd be wanting to see it. I mean, the only reason I would want to see it, to be honest with you, is I would love to see Tyson just knock the shit out of Jake Paul. Just so then, I mean, don't get me wrong, the guy's doing well, he's he, he's doing what he wants to do, he's calling people out, he's making money, he's obviously appealing to a market and appealing to fans. 
Otherwise, he wouldn't be where he is. But I just, I don't know. I just think it's a slap in the face to people that have worked really hard in the sport, have, you know, done the work from the ground up and tried to make it in the sport. Whereas he's come into the sport as a YouTuber with a massive following and he's just turned around and gone, I want to be a boxer. Now, don't get me wrong, he was a wrestler in his college, from what I understand, or he was an athlete. I mean, he's not a bad boxer. He is pretty good. He's got some skills. So, But I just would love to see Tyson knock him out. I just think that would be hilarious. So we'll, we'll see what happens with this one, guys. It'll be curious to see if it happens. If it does happen, both of them are going to be even richer than what they are now. So keep an eye out for that one. Um, I've got a couple of movie reviews, guys. Now, don't get me wrong. I haven't just been sitting around watching movies. <laughs> this has been over the course of a few weeks. Um, but yeah, this is an older one. Um, for those of you that haven't seen it, the movie is called Deception. It was made in 2008, and it stars Hugh Grant, um, Ewan McGregor, and Michelle Williams. Really good film. If you're into the whole thing, sort of thriller and sort of one of those ones that you like you get a bit of a surprise you don't know what's coming really good so the the storyline behind the movie is Ewan McGregor is an accountant your typical sort of story plot accountant you know average guy single not a confident guy he's just an accountant does his job goes home to a empty apartment blah 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 Meets Hugh Jackman, who is this charismatic, really, you know, comes off this really confident guy. Basically, form a friendship. Ewan McGregor is then introduced to a secret sex club known as The List. And it goes on and on and on. The premise of the movie is Hugh Jackman basically frames Ewan McGregor um, and wants him to steal money from a company he's working for, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, really good film, guys. Give it a shot. Like I said, it was a bit of an oldie, but give it a go. Really good film. Um, my wife and I have watched it a few times a long time ago, and then we were just flicking through, I think it's on Disney, actually, which surprised me. Um, star on Disney, not Disney, but the star that they have on there, the adult side. Um, yeah, surprised me that it was on there. And when we seen that it was on there, we were like, oh, we haven't seen that for a while. And yeah, really good film. Give it a go. Um, for those of you that like the whole Marvel superhero, blah, 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 I started watching that series Moon Knight on Disney as well. It's, it's different. It's not your typical superhero film. It's... Moon Knight is basically from what I've read about it. It's um, Moon Knight is given his powers from a former Egyptian moon god. Um, this guy is all on, he's the moon god, but he's about redemption and revenge and things like that. And then there's a bit of a weird thing that goes on that his body is possessed by this god, but then there's another guy that's inside the body as well and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. It's not bad. If you don't mind the whole superhero thing, um, give it a go. I'm only up to episode, I think it's three or four. Um, it's not 
catching me the way I was hoping, but maybe it'll get better, so give it a go if you're into the superhero thing, and maybe you guys will enjoy it a bit more. I might get into it more once I've watched a few more episodes, so we'll see. But yeah, not too bad. Um, I watched a movie over the weekend. Um, I'd seen it on Netflix for a while. I'd always been hesitant to watch it, but I thought, you know what? This was at a point where my wife took my two oldest girls. They were out at a friend's. Little one was asleep for a day nap. I was like, you know what? I'm going to chill and watch a movie. And I was flicking through Netflix as you do. You're just flicking and flicking and flicking, going, what am I going to watch? Blah, 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 blah. All right, came across this one and wanted to give it a go. And it's The Adam Project. So Ryan Reynolds, I think he started, he obviously started in it. He starred in it, but obviously I think he directed this one as well, or he was the producer or something along those lines. He was involved in it in that side of it anyway. Um, but look, I was really surprised by this one. It was actually a really good movie. It was about um, a time traveler who travels from the future back to 2022, finds his self in 2022, wants to go, was supposed to go back further in the past to obviously redo something to obviously alter his future um but yeah look i thought it was a really good film i don't mind those sort of sci-fi futuristic movies if you're not into that sort of thing don't even bother if you don't mind it give it a go i actually thought it was a really really good film um good storyline not too overdone with the whole sci-fi and you know as you normally do with the whole laser beams and blah 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 but yeah Good film. Give it a give it a go, guys. I, I really I really enjoyed it. And obviously Ryan Reynolds, he's a pretty good actor. He's pretty funny. Um, the kid who plays him, plays his younger self in the movie. He actually did a really good job as well. Um, it's got Ryan Reynolds. Um, what's her name? Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo. Um, there's a few other people in it. I can't quite remember their names, but yeah, I thought it was good. Give it a go, guys. Really, I I did I did enjoy that one. So. Yeah. Um, last movie that I have seen. Now, this was actually at the movies. Finally got to go back to the movies with all this COVID bullshit over and all this fucking vaccine mandate check-in fucking crap over. Finally got to go back to the movies. And I went and seen the new Batman. Really was pretty keen to see this one just because... There's been so many different Batman movies and DC haven't had a good run with movies with their superhero line. I heard good things about this one from a lot of reviews and a few people I know that have seen it, so I wanted to see it for myself. And i got to say, I was pretty impressed. If Once again, if you're into the superhero movies, you like the comic book movies, this Batman I thought was pretty, pretty good. I've got to say, it's probably one of DC's better movies. It's very, it's not your normal, typical Batman. For those of you that have seen of Batman movies, it's very, the way i seen the movies is it's very, he's the superhero, obviously Bruce Wayne, his alter ego, is a billionaire. It's very, I don't know, it's very bright and very, you know, he's the man and this, this, this. This was the way I would have looked at a Batman movie. It's very dark. It's very... Um, how to explain it, guys? It's just a very dark and 
the actions are re- action scenes are really good it's not like like i said it's not your typical superhero movie where batman jumps into a building and you know beats up 20 guys without taking a punch and doesn't get a mark on him this guy actually does you see him get punched you see him get knocked down to the ground you see him get shot with a gun so yeah i i don't know how to explain movies very well guys i'm sorry but yeah but the new batman film with roberts patterson I thought he did a really good job of playing Batman. I, When they announced that he was going to be the new Batman, I was so skeptical like a lot of people because you look at his work he's done previously in Twilight and you think, how is this guy going to do Batman? But he did a really good job. So if you like that sort of comic book movie, give it a go. I was really impressed with it. They've left it open to obviously do sequels. Um, the guy who played Riddler in this movie, he was on, what movie was he on? He was on a movie with Hugh Jackman, Prisoner. He played, um, a kidnapper in that movie. He did a really, really good job of playing the Riddler. He was scary. He was, um, you know, um, as you sort of really takes you to the part where you think, my God, this guy is a real psycho. So, yeah, really good job, guys. Really, really good job. I really enjoyed that, and it was nice to go back to the movies. Last note I have here tonight, guys. Absolute last one. I had to screenshot screenshot this. I even sent this to my wife as well. I found this funny. This was on page that I'm on on Facebook. It's called Boss Hunting. Some of you will know the site. Some of you may follow it. Sorry, guys. Just go have a drink. So, uh, this was funny. Aussie blokes only have the world's 43rd biggest average penis size. (laughs) We're not doing well, fellas. What's going on? Obviously, there was a study um, done on countries and their size of their dongers size of their junk whatever but yeah australia is 43rd so we're lacking boys what's going on don't know it's probably the testosterone thing that's going on you know men these days don't have a lot of testosterone and whatever but yeah um (laughs) the data was recently published on uk-based online pharmacist from mars which collected the numbers from google oh excuse me guys the country's topping topping the list is Ecuador, Cameroon, Bolivia, measuring up to a respectable 6.93 inches or 17.6 centimeters. 6.56 inches or 16.6 centimeters. At 43, Aussies are... Apparently rocking 5.69 or 14.4 centimetres. So, yeah. I can just <laughs> I can just picture any guys getting this and thinking, well, hang on, I've measured it before and it's roughly this. So, And don't sit there and say you haven't measured it, fellas. I know you have. Everybody has. So don't sit there and say you haven't. So, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting fact, fellas. We are ranked... 43rd in the world for our penises. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Had to end that one on a light note, guys. Anyway, guys, that's the end of the show. 
I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a laugh. I hope you, I didn't bore you. Really appreciate anybody who's listening. Once again, like, share, subscribe. Let me know what I'm doing wrong. Give me a shout out. Um, Going to try and get on the mic more often, guys. I really want to keep doing this. want to really get better at it. Um, and yeah, I'm like I said, I really enjoyed this. I've taken 45 minutes of my time and I appreciate anybody who uh, who gives it a listen. Thanks, guys, and have a really good night. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. Thanks.